worthy to be glorified. You are worthy, oh, Lord. Jesus is Lord over my body, over my spirit. Over my spirit. I am a believer. I am not in doubt. I am not in doubt. And I'm holding fast to my confession of faith. My faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the living God. And I will listen for the voice of the good shepherd. I will listen for the voice of the good shepherd. The voice of strangers. I will no longer hear. The voice of strangers. I will no longer hear. I decree and I declare. I declare that the one that is fashioned against me. Every tongue rising up against me in judgment, they are condemned, they are condemned. I declare and I declare that I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens me. All things are possible with me in my physical life. All things are possible with me in my marital life. All things are possible, possible in my marital life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I am a world of a coma. Amen. Father, we thank and bless your holy name. We will now go into your word, to the word of life. I pray, Lord, that the word will accomplish and prosper in what it has been sent to do. Mm-hmm. And your word will not return by void, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Once again, I want to say good morning to us. The Lord bless us in Jesus' mighty name. Mm-hmm. This morning, by the grace of God, I will be talking about the needy and the greedy. I'll be talking about the needy and the greedy. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, by the needy, I'm simply saying that um, someone that has needs, you know, um, that has the needs, um, the needy, anyone that has needs um, to be met. While the greedy, it's someone who has excessive desire, appetite for something. And our text shall be taken from the book of Luke chapter 16. And before I go there, the greedy is someone that has or show an intense and selfish desire for wealth or for power. That's a greedy person. The world is full of the needy and the greedy. And the Bible tells us in the book of um, Deuteronomy chapter 15 and verse 11, Deuteronomy chapter 15 and verse 11, for the poor shall not cease out of the land the poor shall not cease out of the land. Therefore, I command thee, saying that thou shalt open thy hand wide unto thy brother, to thy poor and to the needy in the land. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in Jesus' name. Amen. We are to always open our hands and give 
to the less privileged to the needy and the lord will help us as we do so in jesus amen so as we can see from that passage of the bible this is a command and we must obey it it's a command from the almighty and we are to obey it so when god blesses me when god blesses you he expects me he expects you to be a blessing to other people we need to be a blessing to other people i i have issues with this until i begin to look at this topic i have friends that are left back home in nigeria that they are still up to today they are still smoking and drinking alcohol and each time i feel uh, I, I don't know if giving them anything because i feel why should i give them money that, that they would use to go and drink alcohol or or, or or, or smoke cigarettes and the Lord will help me I don't know how to go about it I feel that I can't let go of anything when I know that they have not they are still smoking and they are, and they are still drinking alcohol I've been preaching to them but they are yet to hear but the Lord will, will help. I don't know how to go about it I'm still very I feel boy it's as if I'm going against the word of God but the, the Lord will help me in Jesus name and the Lord will help us if we are in such a situation also in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. So when God blesses us, God expects me, God expects you to be a blessing. You know, we are not a blessed, we are, we are not blessed until we have become a blessing. We can't say I'm blessed until we have become a blessing. The Lord will help every one of us in the mighty name of uh, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, Amen. in order for us to be a blessing, there must be no racial discrimination, you know, or um, there must be no class distinction. You know, in, in order for us to be a blessing, there must be no ge geographical and, you know, limitations. You know, we must not look at any point in time down on anyone. The Lord will help us in this regard in Jesus' mighty name. So our area of focus this morning, and we'll be looking at the book of Luke chapter 16, and I'll be quickly reading from verse 19 to 31. It's about the Bible account of um, um, Lazarus, the poor beggar, and the rich man. A certain rich man. I'll quickly go um, through the pas passage of the Bible in Luke chapter 19, uh, Luke chapter 15, and I'll be reading verses 19 to 31. And the Bible says that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and feared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and he was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise lazarus evil things but now he is comforted and thou art tormented and beside all these between us and you there is a great gulf feast so that they which will pass from hence to you cannot neither can they pass to us that will come from thence 
Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And verse 31, which is the love word, and he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. From this account, you can see clearly that the rich man went to hell because he refused to be a blessing. He went to hell because he had to give and refused to give to this man to the point that even the dogs will come and lick his sores. Now, how painful can that be, you know, for, you know, for a wound, an open wound to be licked by a dog? That is a, a, a very painful thing. And the Lord will have mercy on me. The Lord will have mercy on you. If we are failing in this regard, in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So Amen. we can see that the passage talks um, so much about Lazarus and a certain rich man. And we can see that Lazarus was the needy. Lazarus was the poor beggar. He was, he was poor. He was a beggar. He was the needy refato in this passage. He was sick, as we can see, and he had sores and dogs who were licking the sores. It's a painful thing. When you have a wound, just try and pour a, 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 a drop of water on that wound and you will see how painful it is now for the dogs now, you know, to be coming to lick, to lick those sores. And from the passage, we can see that this man needed help. He's in need of help. And the rich man will not even show mercy unto him. Am I in that regard? Are you in that regard? Father, if uh, for any reason I've been doing that, please, today I promise that I will change in the mighty name of Jesus. So we can see that the rich man was the greedy. The rich man was the greedy we are referring to in this passage. The, the Bible says... The Bible says that, you know, he was unsympathetic from the way he behaved. The man was only looking for crumbs that would fall from his table. But the rich man, well, he can't say he didn't see him. There's no point he would have said he didn't. He's not aware that the man was there. And that is the way most people will have and refuse to give. That is the way we behave. Amen. He was just unsympathetic to the dilemma of Lazarus. Unsymp he won't even, he, he, he won't even, you know, he doesn't care. Am I in that, you know, am I like that? I've been asking myself. I've asked him, I've checked him up myself. I, I, you know, he did not offer him help. He did not offer him love. He did not offer him compassion. I mean, it will have, if he's that, you know, for the Bible to say that the man was a rich man, the man must be very rich. He could afford to take the man to the hospital and get this man treated and make this man better. But, you know, that is none of his business. And the Bible says that, uh, uh, um, I'm not simply saying that God is against, God is not against the rich. God is definitely, God is not against the rich. After all, we can see the Bible tells us in the book of John chapter and John, third John, third John, and 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 then um, third John and um, verse two says that um, beloved, I wish above all things 
that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. So God is not against us, you know, being rich, but we should be a blessing. We should be a blessing to others. We are not blessed until we have become a blessing. I can't, I can't say I'm blessed unless I'm a blessing. And the Lord will make us all to be a blessing to our generation in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name Amen. of the Lord. That will Amen. be a blessing to my generation in Jesus' name. You will be a blessing in the mighty name of my generation. Jesus' name. Blessing from today. I will be a blessing to my generation in the name of Jesus. So God is not against us being rich. We can see Abraham was very rich in cattle, you know, in silver and in gold, according to Genesis chapter 13 and verse 2. Abraham was very, he was very rich. Amen. So God is not again us being rich. And the Bible tells me in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18, you know, um, in that passage, the, the Bible says God is the one that gave, you know, that gave us the power to get wealth. Mm. You know, it's the one, it's the one that gave us the power. It's not sometimes we think that this is our, our wisdom, you know, is is the way, you know, but that is not the truth. God is the one because it causes his rain to come upon the, you know, upon the upon both believers and unbelievers. So sometimes even a non-believer will say, at least, at least I'm not a believer, but it is God, you know, that has given that power for us to get wealth. It is not by our own doing. Sometimes we think that, oh, it's, it's me. No, it's not so. It's God. It's just God that is making things to happen for us in most, most of the time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible tells me in the book of... Um, Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 15. Proverbs 10 and verse 15. That the rich man's wealth is a strong city. Amen. The wealth of the rich man is a strong city. And the destruction of the poor is their poverty. Amen. The rich man's wealth. You can see, uh, uh, when I was growing up, I've never heard where people go to bury or keep money in soccer ways or in cemetery. Uh, you know, and, and 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 in different places that people put money these days. You know, I heard about, about a particular rich man um, that asked people to go and, you know, put money in the cemetery and they arranged with another group of people that as they are coming out from the from the cemetery, they should they should they should kill all of them and they were and they were all killed. So nobody knew, you know, that money was buried you know in that cemetery. But it it happened it, it so happened that unfortunately for the um, and for this rich man, someone was watching all what that was happening. And the person was able to go and inform the government that, you know, some people came and buried money in this particular place of the cemetery. Praise the Lord. So the, 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 the wealth of the, you know, according to that passage in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 15, the rich man's wealth is a strong city. And the Lord will deliver us, you know, from... Uh, uh, this attitude of us not to want to be, uh, you know, to 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 be a blessing to others that are less privileged. God will have mercy on me and you in the mighty name of Jesus, because mm -hmm. I've checked myself mm -hmm. and I know that I I, I am not hundred percent, you know, doing the right thing. So God is not against the rich. I'm saying this again: it's not against the rich, but it does not want them to build a wall. Instead of a wall, we must build a bridge. We must build a bridge. God is not against me being rich. God is not against you being rich. 
but we must, you know, we must not build a wall against the less privileged, but let us build a bridge. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but I believe I'm talking to myself. There are some lessons we must take home from the story of the needy and the greedy. There are some lessons. Lesson number one that I want us to take home is we must be a blessing. Sir and Ma, I'm here to tell us that please be a blessing. Be a blessing. The rich man did not go to hell for any other reason but because he refused to be of help to that poor Lazarus. The only reason, according to that Bible passage in the book of Luke chapter 16, was because he refused to be a blessing. He refused to be a blessing. And so please, let us be a blessing to our generation. Let's be a blessing. The rich man was blessed, but he refused to be a blessing. He built a wall instead of building a bridge. That wall, let us remove the wall this morning. It's important that we, re we, that we remove the wall. Please, I'm begging us, let us take the wall away this morning. And let us put a bridge. Let's build a bridge to reach the less privileged. The Lord will help, help us as we do so. In the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. When I received the call of God, the one thing that made me not to even want to entertain the call was because, does it mean that now I will have to depend people for the rest of my life? That took me a while. It took me a while that, you know, because I realized that God was dealing with that thing in me and trying to take it off until I get to the point that when you, when you realize that only God can be your source, and, and, the, and the Lord has helped me in that regard in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. So the lesson number one, let's be a blessing. The Lord will help us as we be a blessing. Let us take away the wall and build a bridge. Yeah, the Lord will help us. You know, he had the man, the rich man, had, he had the resources to help Lazarus, but he never assisted him. He has the resources to help. He has the means. He has everything that Lazarus needed. But, you know, he won't even look at, this, uh, you know, at the side of this poor man. You know, words is like butter. Words is like butter. You know, we must spread it on the bread. It has to be spread on the bread before you can, you can enjoy it. Words is like butter. You can't put butter in your mouth and say, oh, but when you put it on butter, you know how sweet it is. When you give it even to someone, if you give someone just butter, a poor man a butter, they, what will the person do with it? But when you spread it on the bread and you give it out, the person definitely, at least, will say, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Help us in the name of Jesus. We must help Amen. people. The people that you help today are the soldiers that will fight for you tomorrow. Those people that will help today are the soldiers that will fight for you tomorrow. What am I simply saying? There was a particular time that uh, um, some people came to me back home in Nigeria. There are lots of them. I just, there are lots. They all came for visa, helped me for this. They want to go to this. And I helped quite a huge number of them to go to, to Germany. And um, I've forgotten about what I did, but there was a time that was in need. And I, I traveled to Germany, I came in contact with them and they all gathered money and bought cars and said, uh, they called me on Kulima, Kulima, please, you've been a blessing to us. You know, please, we just want you 
help you with this we can see that you know things are not okay with you you know if i had if i had refused to help them because i have the contact to help in those days i've helped thousands of people to all the nations of the earth you know i've helped quite you know huge number of people and at that particular day i remember you know this thing cost me nothing to do for them in those days and i could see you know but what they did for me was like to me it's more than what i did for them sir and ma the people you have today the people you have today they are the soldiers that will fight for you tomorrow those people that you have today they, they will be the soldiers that will fight for you tomorrow the lord will help us in jesus name we are to help people the people that you assist today amen will be will they will be your caterers that will feed you tomorrow Amen. I've, I've heard about a man, a man in Kenya, you know, he built an orphanage and it, it took in people, lots of them, you know, I don't know how many hundreds of people. I heard it from this lady, Adeola. And um, I heard that they were all, you know, some of them are doctors. They, I mean, they are, they are top people now. And, 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 and all of a sudden, they are, they are there, they are there for this, they are they are there for this man. They call this man and their father. They even they even have the surname of this man as their own surname. And and when I when I heard it, I was I, you know that touched me. That touched me. You know the people that you assist today would be your caterers that will feed you tomorrow. And today that man you know he has no he, he, has, he has no need because all the children are there for him. They are all there for him. They are looking after him. They are proud of him. And the Lord will help us to be that kind of people in Jesus' name. In the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. You know the people, the people that you invest in today. The people that you invest in today, they will be the all and the iron that will lift up your hand in the day of battle. Mm-hmm. It will be the all and the and the iron that will lift up your hands. Please let's let's not stop helping people. Let's not stop helping people. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now yeah. lesson number two from this Bible passage. Lesson number two. Death is a leveler. Death is a leveler. As we can see from that passage, the, the poor man died and the rich man also died. Amen. None of us would I will not die. I, I was looking at something yesterday in my family lineage. I'm talking, I was talking to my junior brother uh, and we were saying something that none of us that will not die. One of our uncles, he went and took the, 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 the family land. He built, he built a property on it and said, um, uh, he did a developer for 40 years. He died since 1999. And the, fam- the family, the property will not revert back to the family until 2036. The wife mm-hmm. the one sitting on it and they won't even they won't hear of it because she said she's a lawyer, she was doing all manner of things. And something came in my spirit. I can't disclose that on, on, on this altar. You know, that everything that she has before she goes, everything will be taken away from her. I got so scared. I said that includes that definitely include our children as well. Praise the Lord. So and Ma, all the things that we clamor for today, we're not going to go to heaven with them. We're going to leave everything. The same way we came is the same way we are going. I don't know if I'm making sense. On this altar this morning, we're not going, we're not going with them. We're not going with all these things. The Lord will help us. Lesson number two, death is a leveler. Death is a leveler. Lazarus, the poor man, or the needy, died. He died. The rich man, the greedy one, 
also died. Whether you are rich or poor, death is inevitable. Amen. Death is inevitable. That you are not going to die. And I will be deceiving myself. Every day we are getting closer to death. Every day. Amen. Every day that passes, we are, we are more closer to the grave. We are more closer to the grave. It is like the market. When the market closes, both the buyers and the sellers, they will return home. Mm. And we are here, we, we, we are pilgrims here on earth. We're definitely going back home. But the important thing is, where do you want to go? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to spend eternity? Which part of that home do I want to go? Is it hell or heaven? The choice is mine. The choice is yours. And the Lord will help in the mighty name of our Lord and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Lesson number three from this Bible account, heaven is real and hell is also real. Heaven is real and hell is real. Amen. Heaven is real, hell is also real. Amen. So Lazarus went to heaven, as we can see from the Bible account in Luke chapter 16. But the rich man went to hell. He went to hell not because he was rich, but because he failed to do the needful. He didn't know God. He didn't know God. He didn't even believe that he would die. Sometimes if you look at the way the rich people behave, sometimes they don't believe that they will die. They will believe that they believe that they will live forever. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Heaven is a place of comfort, but hell is a place of torment. 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 There was a day that I don't know how many of us in Longford on that day, we have about four or five. And I believe that Mommy Okumbade Joyce on the, on, on the platform we were together praying that very day. We just decided that we want to we want to do an intense worship of God. As we were worshiping God, and I was taken away from that from that meeting. And I was taken to hell. And in hell I had my this my uncle I'm talking about. It was calling me, Manuel, it's me. He said, it's me, it's me. We call him Buddha Lamidi. It's me. And he called his name. And from the way he called me, this man has been weeping. His voice, you know, is crooked. It's me. He said, it's me. Manuel, please, it's me. And I was wondering, what is my business with this man? This man in his lifetime lived a life as if He didn't even believe in God. When he sees you with a Bible going to church in those days, he will laugh you to scorn. And now he is calling on me, and, and, and at the point I was just looking, hearing that voice. He said, it's me, Emmanuel, please, it's me. And he said something to me. He said, please go and tell my wife, go and tell my wife that I'm not in a good place. And the following day, I phoned, I phoned because it was nighttime prayer. I phoned my junior brother. I said, what is going on with, 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 with this woman? Ah, my brother said, ah. This woman, the church, she changes clothes. She changes men like clothes. I said, no wonder. So the, the husband in hell could see what, what, what the wife is doing. 
asking, not asking. And I don't even have the contact of this woman. I have to, how do I relate this message? That your husband is in hell and this is what he's saying. But at the point in time, I have to summon up courage and, you know, if God will allow me that to happen for me, you know, it, it, it must have been praying. And God just wants to let him know. And let me know too. Because after that moment, I sat myself down. I shut myself. Am I heading to hell? Am I heading to heaven? Mm. I have to pass on the message to this woman. And the woman, after I learned that every, you know, she, I believe she gave her life to Jesus. I, I'm not very sensual, you know. But I believe so. Because she's always, you know, you know, reading the Bible and talking about God, but, you know, some of us, we may deceive ourselves, but only God knows who is really serving him. Only God knows if I'm serving, God knows if I'm serving him, then only God knows you, God knows me. None of us can deceive God. Amen. We must be joking to say we want to deceive God. So lesson number three is hell is real and heaven is also real. The Bible says in Mark chapter 8 and verse 36 that what shall it profit a man? What shall it profit a man? What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul, what shall it profit a man? So in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 tells me that we are to show forth the praise of him that has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. I'm begging us, please let us show for the praise of this God that has called us, that has saved us. Amen. The salvation, so many people want to be saved, but you know, it's only those that God, God has the ones, he knows that those that will, that will be saved. And we must show for the praise of him that has called me out of darkness. On a daily basis, I must show for the praise of him that has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. We must show for the praise of Jehovah. Lesson number four from this Bible account because of our time. Son, man, no condition is permanent. No condition. No condition is permanent. No condition is permanent. Before death, Lazarus you know, needed the help of the rich man. After death, the rich man now needed the help of Lazarus. Can you see that irony? Can you see that? No condition is permanent. No condition is permanent. Luke chapter 16 and verse 24. You know, we can see exactly what happened. The rich man was now the one needing the help of Lazarus. Lazarus that he refused to help. Lesson number five, because of our time, there's no repentance after death. Sir and ma, there's no repentance after death. There's no repentance after death. That was what the rich man was doing. The rich man regretted his actions, but it was too late. It was too late to make, to make amends. It was too late. Even his request was not granted. In hell, people pray but their prayer will not be answered. Son, my people pray in hell. People, you need to see, people pray in hell, but they, their prayer will never be answered. Proverbs 21 and verse 13 says, Whoso stopped his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself. He also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. Such a person will not be heard. Psalm 41 verse 1 says, Blessed is he that cons considereth the poor. Anyone that considereth the poor is blessed. 
Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of in the book in the in the, in, in, in the book of Proverbs chapter nineteen and verse seventeen. It says that he that had pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. He that had pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. And that which he had given will he pay it again. So you can't do business with God. You can't stand on the authority of the word of God and the word of God will not work for you. Amen. It is a kingdom principle. When you apply the, king, the principle of the kingdom anywhere, any day, the principle works. If you stand on the authority of the word of God, this is, of the word of, this is what the word says, and I'm doing exactly what the word says. The word will work for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 28 and verse 27. Proverbs 28 verse 20. The Bible says that he that giveth unto the poor shall not lack. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a cause. That's what the word of God says. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter in the book of Luke chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. As I round up, then said they also to him that bade him, when thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbors, lest they also in obedience again and, and, and recompense be, be made thee. And verse 13 says, But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind. And verse 14 says, And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. But thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As we conclude this matter, we have only a few minutes left. I, I, I feel that we can begin to call upon the Lord. And Father, please bless me and give me the grace to be a blessing to the needy. In the mighty name of God, in the name of Jesus, in the prayer of God, the Lord will bless me and make me a blessing in the mighty name of the grace to be a blessing, Father, in the name of Jesus, the grace to be a blessing, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, the grace to be a blessing, Father, in the name of Jesus, and we have the Lord will bless me, bless me, be a blessing to the needy, help me, my Lord, and my God, help me, my Lord, and my God, help me, Lord, that unto me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help me, Lord. And the grace to be a blessing unto me. Bless me, and please the grace to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Father, grant me that grace to be a blessing to the needy in the name of Jesus. I will not look down on the less privileged. Help me not to look down. Help me not to look down on the less privileged. My Father, my God, I pray. In the name of Jesus, so bless me, my Father. Not to look down. Now we cannot look down. Now the blessed in the name of Jesus. Father, help me not to look down. Now we cannot 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 look down. 
unless your